Welcome to Preaching Points, the podcast of the Haddon Robinson Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. In this episode, we're going to talk about how predictability is the communicator's nemesis. Glad you could join us. All right, so today it's Jeff Arthurs and Brian Wilkerson discussing how to use variety in preaching. One of the leading preachers here in New England with one of our leading churches, Grace Chapel, is uh, Dr. Brian Wilkerson, who has been at the church for 22 years now, Brian. Well done. That's been a great ride. Yeah, good for you. You're pulling the national average up. (laughs) Brian is a terrific communicator on many levels, content, delivery, all of that. But also, he uses a lot of variety in his preaching. So, Brian, tell us, how conscious are you of using variety? I'm very conscious of it. Somewhere someone told me, and I don't remember who, predictability is the communicator's nemesis. When people know what you're going to say, they don't have to listen anymore. So I want to always keep them guessing what's coming next. On a given Sunday, and even from moment to moment as you make your way through the sermon. So I'm a big believer in good introductions, but I try to change up the way I introduce every sermon, not every, but a handful of ways. Sometimes it's a story. Yeah, we often fall into a pattern. Right. It's a story. It's a current event. It's a quote. It's yeah. a whatever. Or it's a, you know, this week we come to week three in our series. Yeah. I never start a sermon that way. Yeah. I always want the first words out of my mouth to catch people by surprise. Yeah. So there's that variety of how you introduce the sermon and then variety through the course of the year. So part of that is just different places in the scripture. So you're in historical books, you're in the Psalms, you're in the epistles, you're in the gospels. If you change up the genres you're preaching with throughout the course of the year, that's going to automatically bring variety. Do you try to follow the the biblical genre? Do you let that influence? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The the text governs the sermon. So what types of things might you do for poetry? If I'm doing poetry, I might introduce with a Shakespeare, Mm -hmm. a few lines from Shakespeare. Let's get into the poetic mindset. So might do that. I might recite it. Sometimes with scripture, either poetry or narrative, I'll step out from the side of the pulpit Mm -hmm. and just say, let me tell you the story of the prodigal son Mm -hmm. as Jesus hearers first heard it. And I have it memorized or paraphrased and I just let him hear it and then pause and come back to the pulpit. Do you work with other people in the service, the music or drama, that kind of thing to coordinate? Yes, yeah, Yeah, we're very collaborative. We have a team, we have creative folks who help us think through these things. What I've taken to lately, now that video is available to us and we're getting better at it, I'll get somebody who's a better actor than I am to do that recitation of the parable. And we'll catch them in a video in a beautiful setting outside telling the story of the prodigal son. Or on a snowy Christmas Eve, they're telling the story of the birth of Jesus. Do you use visual arts like live right there in the... Uh, Occasionally, we've had live painting on the platform. Sometimes we'll have a prop on the platform, preaching a sermon on the door of doubt. You know, what's on the other side of the door of doubt? We had a door on the platform that I kind of related with. What's on the other side of this door? Do I dare walk through the door of doubt? Good. How about uh, narrative? Do you do a third-person narrative or first-person narrative? Yeah, I I typically have fallen into a habit of first-person narratives, Christmas and Easter, Mm -hmm. choosing one of the characters from those stories. You're so predictable, (laughs) (laughs) Brian. Yeah, it has gotten predictable. Um, The crazy thing is... They are some of our best inviting days yeah. of the year. Yeah. 
because people can say to their friends, oh, my pastor does these dramas every year yeah. and he wears a bathrobe and it's really cool. <laughs> um, it just gives them an easy excuse to invite a friend to church. Frankly, I started doing that out of desperation. How do I take the familiar story of Jesus' birth and make it fresh? Because everybody knows the punchline. He was born in a manger. So by entering into a character, bringing it to life, often in costume, not always in costume. So I do those twice a year. And uh, this is an audio recording, so our, our listeners don't know that Brian has a beard. So you're <laughs> yeah. a, a step ahead. I'm good of, to go there. Yeah, you're right. good to go on right, that right. score. Thank you so much. Uh, how about this for our preaching point uh, for the day? Predictability is the communicator's nemesis. There you go. Thank you, Brian. And so how can you use variety in your preaching? Well, try to always keep your congregation guessing as you progress through your sermon and use scripture throughout the Bible as you preach throughout the year. It's also a good idea to collaborate with your worship and technology teams to keep things interesting for your congregation. So we're glad you could join us for this edition of Preaching Points, a product of the Haddon Robinson Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. If you've ever considered furthering your education in preaching, check out our Doctor of Ministry program or our flexible THM in preaching program. We'd love to hear from you. Or if you're interested in pursuing a PhD, the Gordon-Conwell relationship with London School of Theology may be of interest to you. Most of our scholars work on their PhD on a part-time basis while they pastor churches. So if you'd like more information, check out our website at gcts.edu. And uh, thanks for listening. See you next time on Preaching Points.